Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of KinkCast. We are amidst season two, and I think it's important to break up our usual episodes with some little short ones uh, here and there. So I am here, ready to talk once again about some kinky shit, and today I want to talk about kinks that I think almost tend to fly under the radar for folks, and that there are little ways to incorporate them, which we don't always think about. So I think when we talk kink, um, we often tend to lump them in um, with or think of fetishes, which are actually components that kind of have to be present during a sexual act. And today, I want to talk about exhibitionism and voyeurism, which can certainly be fetishes for folks, but can also be fun and exciting ways to explore kink in a relatively easy, uh, low pressure and safe way. So let's get started with some general definitions. Um, In a sexual context, um, obviously, and many of you probably already know this, exhibitionism um, is a sexual kink or fetish in which the person feels sexual arousal at the idea or actual reality of being seen naked or engaged in sexual activities by one or more external parties. Um, Sort of on the other end of the spectrum, voyeurism is the practice of gaining sexual pleasure from watching others when they're naked or um, engaged in sexual activity, either partnered or alone. Uh, Just a fun tidbit in my research, I read uh, that lexicographer-historian, basically just someone who does research to write dictionaries, um, this guy, Charles Villematre, that was my attempt at a French last name, uh, dated the term voyeurs um, back to the 1860s. Um, And he described it by saying, quote, uh, there is a whole class of people who pay huge prices to satisfy their lust or erotic madness. Madness is not an exaggerated expression, for one must be seriously mad to have such a passion. The people who possess it are certainly more the purview of college than that of the correctional police. Um, And that quote was from the 1890s, I believe. Um, Super interesting, just kind of food for thought on how folks were thinking about, um, you know, seeking out the satisfaction or or fulfillment of these desires back then. one thing I think is is interesting about both exhibitionism and voyeurism in particular is that uh, there's an, kind of an eerie etymology and history. Uh, and in certain circumstances, both of these can be considered disordered behavior, um, deviant behavior, or, or paraphilias. Um, and that criminal nature is sort of a reference in the quote I just read as well. Um, There's a proven history in these categories of kind of perverted acts of invasion, you know, peering through holes and watching individuals without their consent or flashing someone without permission, uh, indecent indecent exposure, um, or even getting off to someone just kind of in public living their best life. Um, It's true that, of course, without communication and consent outside of intimate established relationships and dynamics, voyeurism and exhibitionism, like, don't qualify as kinks, right? They're they're sort of just violating behaviors, those those deviant behaviors that I mentioned already. Um, but that said, we we live in a modern sexual world, right? And if watching others or being watched turns you on, there are plenty of ways to practice both or either uh, responsibly and respectfully, which is what we like to see. Anyone and everyone 
can enjoy and practice voyeurism and exhibitionism. Uh, in fact, according to a handful of studies, a majority of the population has enjoyed or fantasizes about public sex acts. Uh, so there's your exhibitionism right there, folks, just as an example. Um, if you're an exhibitionist um, or, you know, you circle around the ideas of exhibitionism, you might like sending nudes, consensually, of course, uh, engaging in public sex, engaging in sex where you might be seen or caught, maybe inviting a third over to watch you engage in sex, hey voyeur, uh, or even just walking around the house naked, hoping someone sees you. Um, and then again, on the other end of the spectrum, you might be a voyeur if you enjoy watching your partner masturbate or watching other individuals engage in sex acts while you masturbate, um, or maybe you just really like voyeurism porn. Um, also, when you think about it, exhibitionists and voyeurs really complement one another. Not that the two should like date um, or be in a relationship or engage in sex necessarily, but exhibitionists could fuck their partner while a voyeur pal watches. Everyone's happy. I don't know. Food for thought. Though I didn't find a super clear example or study online, it's hard for me to imagine that there aren't individuals who experience both a voyeurism kink or fetish alongside an exhibitionist one. Yes, uh, the two are kind of contradictory or complementary, but I also feel like the same could be and is likely set of dominance and submissives. But we know for a fact that switches exist, right? So in my head, you can be someone who enjoys watching others and being seen either during the same sexual encounter or session or at different ones. I personally get off on my naked body being seen or being watched by my partner um, in sort of exhibitionist ways. But I also enjoy voyeuristic porn. Um, I don't heavily identify with the labels of either. But elements of both play into my sexuality and how that manifests in casual ways. So I guess that's a good segue uh, into how you could experiment with both. So let's start with exhibitionism. I would say the easiest thing um, in my mind to play around with is sending photos and videos of yourself masturbating um, or doing things naked, right? Especially if your partner um, is at work or on public transportation or something like that. Obviously clear it ahead of time uh, with that person and maybe include like a Warning, naughty text, uh, follow up so that your partner sees that in the preview and doesn't actually like open up <laughs> the image or video in front of their boss or mom or something on accident. But really like technology makes things so easy and safe um, and pretty low stakes. You can also dress in a way that makes you feel fulfilled as an exhibitionist. So showing off parts of your body you feel are typically taboo. Um, so maybe that's, you know, your lower back. Maybe it's your nipples. Um, maybe it's super tight pants. You could also incorporate strip teasing um, and other essential kind of clothes removal processes into your current sex practice. Uh, if you're into those things, you can kind of transition more into the partnered activities as well. So if you're not already playing around with being naked or masturbating when your partner gets home, things like that, that might be a really natural step. Uh, something I've not done, but that sounds frankly, really fun, um, is fucking in a visible place as well. So like not only being kind of caught, quote unquote, by your partner um, while you're naked or pleasing yourself, but also, um, you know, doing something with your partner that other people might see. Uh, yes, I feel like stereotypically, you could get railed at a friend's house party in the bathroom with the door unlocked. Maybe someone walks in. But I'm thinking like more on a balcony or up against a massive glass window, something like that. Maybe that's a little like 50 shades of gray of me, but um, 
I just like the idea of being in the comfort of, um, you know, your own home with your trusted partner. Um, but then strangers might get a glimpse of your naughty bits. I don't know. That sounds like the right step uh, in that direction to me. Um, in terms of voyeurism, I would say that there are a few ways to explore this. Uh, as I mentioned, voyeuristic porn is a good way to start um, just to kind of get a sense of, is this my thing, right? But in terms of exploring um, within an intimate relationship or dynamic, I would think about role play. Lots of options there. You could come home and your partner is in the bedroom masturbating and you pretend to like sneakily watch them. They role play, they don't know you're watching. And you can kind of safely and consensually sample the experience of being a hidden bystander to someone's pleasure, right? Uh, similarly, you can kind of consensually st- set up a phone or camera and your partner could masturbate for you to enjoy later with them sort of role playing that they don't know the camera's there rather than more of like a, a traditional kind of POV type video. You can also talk to your partner about watching them shower or go about other household activities while they're naked or wearing clothes that kind of get you going. Um, there are lots of little tweakable options there depending on which part of voyeurism turns you on and what your partner is comfortable with too. And if your relationship's open, obviously, then you can definitely watch your partner with someone else rather than just solo, right? Those things are always on the table depending on the dynamics that you live in and, and that are at play. Um, of course, in both of these cases, there are ways to seek out fantasy fulfillment in a more outright way. Um, there are sex clubs, orgies, and and sex workers who all provide access to either or both of these experiences with either paid or other consenting participants. Um, if that's what you're looking for, hell yeah. But I will leave it up to you to find something in your local area so you can uh, get on with getting jiggy with it. As always, uh, I am your host, M, and this has been another edition of KinkCast. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple, and on Instagram at SexistentialistPod. Um, you know, on Instagram, we've got the episode notifications, some sex tips and tricks, resources, and more. And if you have a kink or fetish you'd like me to cover, whether it's yours or someone else's or just something you're curious about, let me know. I know some of you reached out. I've heard you. I've got more on the way, I promise. But my DMs are always open um, for things like that, so don't hesitate to reach out. Alrighty, catch you later.